Hi, everyone. Thanks so much for tuning in to Rise, Rain, Rule. And we are here to talk about cheaters, 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 pumpkin eaters, overprotective tendencies about their phones or being away, late random nights and avoidance. It's simply a few of the characteristics of a cheater. And we are going to break down and break into the signs and traits of moving on after being with one. But first, I want to thank you guys so much for tuning in to Rise, Rain, Rule. My name is Rebecca. CEO of Rising Rural, Social Media Maven, and Queen to my CEO King, who is on this podcast. Hi, everyone. Well, hello, everybody. Introduce yourself. Oh, I mean, oh. like, you can't just be like, <laughs> hi. Well, hi. <laughs> I mean, so I'm Brennan, CEO of my, oh, yes. It is a multi-million dollar company, actually. Yeah, it is. I can't say that. It's pretty now. badass. It's pretty badass. 2019 was a beast year. He's been an entrepreneur for 15 years, and he's also a dad and um, has a really good perspective, I think, on life and Don't relationships. Don't forget about my badass stuff. Can I talk about that? Yeah, sure. And Marine. Okay. And SWAT guy. And sniper. And SWAT sniper. <laughs> wow. So we want to talk about, um, obviously, this channel, we talk about difficult topics of being an entrepreneurial couple, share relationship strategies, and dig deep into all things spicy. But in this case, we're digging deep into all things dirty, like dirty, dirty cheaters. So first off, I want to break down into what kind of tendencies and just kind of talk about what tendencies would be... Um, for you to be kind of on the lookout. So my first and number one is if he or she is overly flirtatious. Um, this is number one because this could be through social, this could be in person, but like if somebody is showing interest in other people in front of me or while they're in a relationship, I mean, I have a major problem with this. And Brendan, you've never done this to me, but I don't know if you've ever experienced this with another woman being super flirtatious. No, but I definitely agree. I like your line that you said before. Um, like if a gal, what was it? If a gal cheats or you say it best. Yeah, I said, um, you can flirt with my man, but if he flirts back, he's yours. Boom. Yeah, and I think that's the same thing. I think it's very um, clear and it's like a hard line. Like when you get in a relationship, some people don't establish that as a hard line. And hey, if that's your thing, like you're both out there flirting away, well then fine, that's your thing. But but. If that's not who you are, then it's probably a good idea to lay that line out early. And if there's any pushback on that, that's a problem. Yeah, I see that as like a red blinking light in my, in my head. Absolutely. Um, and the example from this came from a girlfriend of mine whose boyfriend at the time posted about loving redheads and thinking that they were hot. And he was in a relationship with a brunette girl and... I was like, whoa, he what? And I was violently reactive to that statement or that share. And she was like, wow, you really have a reaction to that. And I said, yes, I do. That crosses a line for me. Yeah, I mean, it just seems kind of ridiculous. Like if I'm in a relationship, a committed relationship where I'm happy where, where I'm at, why on earth would I post about a, a type of chick that potentially at least in this case would not be you know <laughs> the gal I'm with it's kind of ridiculous yeah you're asking for it okay so the next one number two is integrity but it's actually like the lack of integrity grit 
if you want to have an extraordinary relationship, you have to be willing to put in the work. And my thought on this is like fitness or having something that's extraordinary, like extraordinary wealth, extraordinary businesses. We drive ourselves entrepreneurially together, but separately so hard that to think that like we're just going to subdue into this kind of apathetic relationship is a, I just, I don't know. Like, I feel like that's just such a diss, you know, oh, you can put so much work into this area of your life, but you can't commit or rise to the occasion to plan a date night or something. Yeah. But I think you said integrity, right? So the lack of integrity. And so if you think of that as a potential characteristic, if someone, if someone doesn't show integrity or, or have integrity to decisions that they are making for themselves and they're failing to honor their commitments even that they make to themselves, then what on earth makes you think they're going to stick to the commitments they make to you? So it's very important. And with RISE as part of RISE reign rule, RISE for me stands for, and really the whole curriculum around it is ruthless integrity and simple execution. And so having ruthless, literally ruthless integrity to all the different domains of your life, just like you were mentioning, you know, is it with my body? What is, what is my a commitment to my body, to my relationship, uh, obviously with my partner, to my spiritual connection, whatever that is, and however I define that, I have to have the integrity of these things. And then of course my career and my business. But if I don't lead my life with integrity, there's no way it's going to, it's going to, uh, convert over and translate over into my relationships. I totally agree. I think that it just, it takes work. It takes that commitment. And if they aren't committing to themselves, how the heck are they going to commit that to another person? Right. And so now if you apply that to the relationship, so you're asking them questions about where they were, you're right. asking them questions about even the simple things they did and, oh, and, and, you know, potentially they get into a spot where they're, they're being very vague, right? That they're being very vague and you're, you're trying to get a, a simple question. It's like, Hey, what'd you do last Friday? Like I went out with my girlfriends and, you know, you told me you went out with your guys. What'd you guys do? Oh, you know, just some stuff and, oh, okay, where, you know, where'd you end up going or whatever? And you're not even being crazy. It's not like you're asking terrible questions and being all prying. You're just literally asking simple questions. Right. Because if you're in a relationship with somebody, you have the right to know like what, what they're doing. Like that is, that is part of your investment in that human being. Yeah. And it's not even that having the right, it's just simply part of getting to know somebody and what they do when you're, you're not looking together or yeah, right. and, well, for sure. Right. I, I taught Phoenix, my son for years, integrity, the definition of integrity, always do the right thing, no matter if somebody is watching or not. Right. It's always tell the truth and, and do the right thing, even when nobody's watching. I think this is also interesting because we were talking about, um, you know, my girlfriend had like certain details were left out and he was really vague about certain things, but then oddly identifiable and other things. And with your history of interrogating people and being a police officer, um, can you talk about like when somebody highlights weird? So I'll give you an example. So she was FaceTiming him in a hotel and the one side of his sheets were like messed up and it was the opposite side that he was sitting on. And, you know, for me, I'm thinking, okay, if I were FaceTiming you, I wouldn't think about like looking at the sheets necessarily. But he pointed out like, hey, those sheets are messed up because I actually got into that side. Um, but then I decided that I wanted to be on this side. And it was really strange. And then she ended up seeing somebody in the FaceTime video, like when they were talking 
um, a reflection of somebody. So can you share like what types of characteristics, if they are showing the vague stuff, then they're also weirdly pointing out things. Yeah. There's so for example, I pulled you over, right? Okay. Why are you pulling me over? Good evening, Miss Corn. <laughs> I'm Debbie King. Give your license and registration. Hi, officer. <laughs> so um, all of a sudden, so I'm dealing with someone that, let's say, a suspect, and I stop them, and they're in a in a Q and A, and I start to ask questions, and they get very specific about things that I have not asked yet, or are beyond what an average person would give you the answer to. That's our pretty clear indication when we talk about drug interdiction, pretty clear indication that something bad <laughs> is going on, that their brain is running 100 miles an hour and they're trying to outthink you in the sense of, oh, I'm going to tell him this because it's either going to distract him or they're so nervous that their brain is just trying to pull in any and all facts that they can think of in that moment to avoid answering the actual question that you're asking them. Awesome. Awesome. I never, I never knew that. So I will know that if I ever get pulled over. (laughs) So I was reading a lot of articles and I kept on coming across this like whole pattern of, oh, well, if he's powerful or if she's powerful or if she's insecure or if he's successful, whatever. I think that's such bullshit. I think that if you're a driven individual and you are driving to succeed at a higher level, you tend to commit with more because you have less time. So I created this number three as like critically insecure. So and my thought is, my my personal thought is, if he's being really critical about random things that seem very insecure, this is a big bell for me. Um, My ex used to really have a problem with anybody I was texting, girls or guys, Uh, comments on on my photos, comments on my Insta, comments on anywhere. And he'd be like, oh, I saw Tom said that too. Um, And I thought that that was really a weird alignment of like just detail, you know, of how do you know Tom? And then interrogate me off of this person and I'd get really nervous, not that I even knew who Tom was, just that like there was an issue. So this was kind of my thought around critical insecurity. BK? Yeah, I mean, I think... If, if I'm questioning everything you're doing, right? So I have, uh, there's the, well, I'm insecure about what you're doing, right? That whole like guilty conscience thing. Like I'm potentially um, projecting my insecurities because I'm trying to cover myself up. But, you know, it's interesting because I, just as you were talking, it just made me think about, so what was it like a week or so ago, you went to the gym and you were like, and you were telling me about some dude that like tried to like, give you an eye or whatever, <laughs> yeah. right? And so then, um, and it was kind of funny. And then the next night, uh, or like a couple nights later, oh, I yeah. came back from the gym because you were sick and you didn't go. And I was like, yeah, some some girl tried to flirt with me or some woman. I said, yeah, some woman, you know, tried to say something. And you were like, oh, that's cool. And you didn't even react. And, I, and for like five days, I'm like, <laughs> she never even said anything about it. And... And then when you finally did, I was like, you were like, or you didn't even say no, it. I, I didn't, brought, right, you brought you didn't, it up. I brought it up. I was like, you never asked me about the girl you, you know, tried to flirt with me at the gym. And I was like, fine, tell me about the girl. Right. So I was like, okay, so she works there and she's like <laughs> just checking on my membership to make sure I was a member there. But yeah, it was kind of funny. So 
Well, I think then it's it's not something that it's unjust. I think that it's just like or unjust rather. I think it's just that it's, you know, oh, we can laugh about it. And I personally get annoyed if somebody's trying to talk to me at the gym. Like I think I've been posted on my Insta, like nobody was harmed. You get at the evil gym. at the gym. I've I get mean. Yeah. yeah. I don't let them be bothered. So no, I agree with you. Critically insecure, right? So if I'm insecure or I'm trying to cover my tracks, the projection of of putting it on you and going after things because if I'm if I'm playing the game right and in full disclosure right my 20s and probably a little bit of my early 30s that you know full disclosure I was a cheater too I've been cheated on and I was horribly cheated on in different circumstances no need to dwell on the past but so speaking from both sides of it when you are you're kind of trying the individual is trying to cover their tracks they are definitely digging into every single thing that you're doing and you may be absolutely 100% clean and clear and you're like, why are you questioning everything I'm doing? Well, they may have that guilty conscience themselves. And I think if they are at that point, it's it's the culmination of all of these things. That's not just one area, you know, and be aware of the characteristics that are brewing. You know, you're not in a relationship just to be in a relationship. You're in a relationship to have an extraordinary version of life where you want to share it with somebody that makes you happy. You know, the, the first thing that happens, that's great. I'm like, oh, my gosh, I can't wait to share this with Brendan. You know, and it's not about if somebody's, you know, male or female or whatever. Like, I don't even have to think about that. It's it's that I can share it with somebody and he's excited. One of the things my mom used to always talk about, and I never forgot, but she says a relationship takes work, but it shouldn't be work. Ooh. Right. And so if you're constantly in a position where you feel like, you're having this conversation, right? Because let's be real, forget all the characteristics you can go Google and read about. If in your gut every day you're waking up with this feeling of like, I wonder if he's cheating on me or I wonder if she's cheating on me. Well, guess what? It's not worth it. It's not worth it. Like roll out. You can either fix it and try to adjust it, which we'll talk about, or just go, you know what? There's 7 billion or so people in the world. Maybe it's time to move on. So let's get on to the moving on, because I think this is the part that is quite possibly the most difficult. Um, You know, looking back on your relationship, absolutely reflect, but don't stay there. You know, look at how you may have or may not have contributed to the characteristics and recognize, you know, maybe what you could do better or be better and I think it's a 50-50 tango. It takes two to dance. It takes two to be in a relationship. And grieve, it's okay. And feeling upset, it's okay. I think that's normal. And I think a lot of people process and try to dig deep into, well, did they cheat? Can I have proof on it? And it's just not worth it. Like if you were that unhappy in the relationship, giving yourself the permission not the expectation, but the permission to say, okay, screwed up, but I'm moving on now. Yeah, I, I agree. And I think that's, this is like the ultimate question, right? Is, okay, you found out that they're cheating or you have pretty solid reason to think they are. What do you do? Mm-hmm. And I don't think anyone can necessarily tell someone exactly what to do. That's a great book that's called, I was just talking about the other day. Uh, what is it? Um, it's something to this extent, but too good, too good to leave, uh, too bad, too to, bad stay. to stay. Yeah. yeah, something like that. And I might have reversed it, but go check it out if you're trying to figure that I'll out. I'll put a link in the comments. Awesome. But the reality is, let's say 
what it, for whatever it is, you've, you've reached that point where you say, I, I just can't anymore. I'm waking up and I'm just torn apart. My insides, are, oh my God. So like when I found out in, in the last experience I had of being on the receiving end um, of a six-year relationship and this basically happening is that, that it's literally like you are kicked in the fucking gut. That empty, hollow pain in the pit of your stomach that you just feel your entire life is just destroyed. So when you feel that and you recognize it, this most important piece of it is, is yeah, you have to figure out how am I going to allow myself to learn from this experience? Key. I can be angry. I can be blaming. I can be upset. All those things are all that might be part of my process. But at some point, I need to own the fuck up. And you said it takes two to tango. I believe and kind of subscribe that it takes two to cheat in the sense that Mm. there are always things that we contribute as individuals to a relationship. You say, well, I didn't do anything. There's no reason. And granted, I could tell you my last relationship, there was no reason. No reason that I could say or that anyone could say I was 100% faithful. I was 100% good. There was nothing you could say on the surface that would ever give somebody the excuse to cheat, right? Unless, you know, you're, well, you guys know what I'm talking about. But at the same time, while I never, I was never disloyal and I never dishonored or did any of that, I also wasn't the greatest husband because I worked my ass off and I neglected parts of the relationship, right? And so while in that case, it never gives someone an excuse to go do it, there were things that I did that contributed. And so the best thing for me to do moving forward is go, okay, this happened. This was fucked up. It hurt. But you know what? What were the things that I need to improve and make sure that in the next relationship, I don't do? Because if I just continue to walk away and go, well, there was nothing I ever did. It was all on her. And da, 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 da. Well, guess what? Like you're just setting yourselves up. Like everything should be a learning experience. Every opportunity, every relationship you have, whether it's friendships, jobs, professional relationship with yourself and looking in the mirror, what do I have to learn? And I think that speaks to, you know, moving on when you're dating and we'll do another podcast about dating and, you know, how to figure out what that person really is portraying to you. But when you are dating and somebody's like, oh, I've been in in 12 relationships and none of them worked because they were all bad. Ding, ding, ding. Red flag. Red flag. And when you are relearning what is nurturing for you, when you're relearning what your needs are. Stepping into a space of healing is imperative in that journey and giving yourself the the space to be able to grow in, into that new person is beautiful. Yeah, everything takes reflection. What do they say? Um, experience without learning is wasted. It's like wasted time, right? So you can gain experience, but if you don't learn from it, you got shit. Additionally, I did have some questions on my Insta that I kind of want to run past you since you have more recently been through a cheating experience than I have. Um, My last one was about eight years ago. Oh, my gosh. Um, So I want to step into ways to deal with gaslighting from past lovers and their families. And this comes from um, a follower on Insta. And gaslighting is when somebody is making you feel like it's all of your fault or, you know, blaming you constantly or trying to confuse you in the moment. And this is something that my, my ex used to do to me often. And we were talking about this in the car the other day. 
And I feel like when you're experiencing gaslighting from family and past past connections, my opinion on this is leave them behind. They're trying to manipulate you. They're trying to bring you down. They're trying to make it all about you and they're taking zero ownership. And my thought is that like you need to make room for the good in your life. And in order to do that, you have to drop the shit. Dr. Seuss said the people that matter don't mind. Yeah. And those that mind don't matter. Mm-hmm. God, something like that. I think I'm just killing the quotes. Today, <laughs> yeah, something I know. like that. The people that matter. Quotable don't mind right here. Matter. Yeah. Um, And then another question that came through on my Insta that I thought was really interesting is how to forgive a past cheater and move on in the relationship. Forgive yourself. Ooh. Okay. Period. Because ultimately, like, you may never, I mean, oh, you know, I'll forgive you, but I'll never forget. Forgiveness comes in time. But if you don't forgive yourself for either not seeing what you should have seen or not being your best self in the relationship, all whatever it was, if you're not able and capable of forgiving yourself. And, you know, years ago, um, a buddy of mine, um, back when I was in some other programs, he was talking about how he's like, dude, you know, you're so angry at your dad. This was like growing up, I had all this anger. And he's like, how many times have you asked for forgiveness from others? and expected forgiveness from others for things that you've done. And I was like, holy crap, like a lot. And he's like, so why can't you extend that to him? Oof. Well, I think for me, um, it's a no-go. I have a really strong boundary, um, and perhaps I'm wrong on this, but like I believe that once a cheater, always a cheater. And obviously not because you just said, you know, you were with somebody um, when you were in your twenties and whatever you cheated, but you are the most loyal person I've ever met. And I think that there, that's because we have stop gaps in place to, you know, push the loyalty and push the, the honesty. For example, you know, I had an issue with you traveling a lot and you opened up your phone and you were like, okay, I'll just share my location so you can see where I am at all times. And that was a healthy share. in my, my opinion, that creates um, strategic alignment from a perspective of, of honesty. You also have opened up your phone multiple times and, you know, you're like, have at it. And I'm, I'm the same way. Yeah, no, I think surely like if, if you're concerned about your spouse doing something and you're not, you know, being all like crazy and you're, you know, accusing them of stuff and you go like, Hey, you know what? I'm a little bit nervous or I'm a little, you know, I'm uncomfortable because this was my past. I'm worried about, you know, and you set those boundaries and say, well, you know, how do you feel about me looking at your phone? And honestly, if I got nothing to hide, you should be able to see my phone at any time. There shouldn't be like, hold on a second. Right. right? If somebody, if you go to ask for your, right. your partner's phone and they're like, well, hold on. Or and have a violent you, reaction. Yeah, right. Exactly. Well, why do you want it? Like, fuck it. If, and, but the, you you'd said something before, but I actually want to clarify. I think the difference is that the maturity of the person you're with, right? Mm-hmm. I, I, I think in the same relationship once a cheater it's going to be really hard to break whatever it is doesn't I, I people can change absolutely people can change but the for like the question becomes do you want to go through that fight like Again. it may take you 8 years to right. get beyond that incident that's 8 years of your life 
And and so I, I mean I know guys and gals that are in this position. They've been cheated on and they're like, oh, we're gonna try and work it out. We're gonna go to church. We're gonna do this. We're gonna go to therapy. And like 10 years later, they, they still oh. they still have resentment. Yeah. See, I can't do that. Yeah, so you know, everyone is can definitely make their own decision as to what path they're gonna take, but you have to truly consider like, are you in for the ride? Because getting past it is going to take so much, I, at least my experience. And so, you know, again, in order to walk away from that relationship or or get gain peace, so much about it, or for the next one, is recognizing, has this person changed? So if they were a cheater in their 20s, right, and they're honest with you about it, and they're like, hey, you know, I kind of had a wild past, and da, 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 who are they now? And do you recognize that the person they are now is not the person before? Because that's where I would I would argue with that conversation of once a cheater, always a cheater. Yeah, maybe in that relationship. Right. But in the next one, there may be critical differences in the in the bond and connection you have mm-hmm. that that wouldn't lead itself maybe as easily to that type of scenario, right? But so much more important is who it, who are they? As a person, Mm -hmm. are they still a piece of shit? Let's be real. Or are they a person of value and a person of integrity? And I think the biggest limiting factor is scarcity mindset. I think that when you believe that you're never going to meet somebody else, which is crazy town, guys. Oh, yeah. And right after it happens, you know, you're like, oh, my God, I'm never going to meet another guy or girl like that. Well, and and you you think that and it's not real. And it's and it's there are so many beautiful people out there. And having the faith that the right person is going to come along and you guys are going to align and you're going to be in this beautiful relationship where you never have to have that sinking feeling again. Like for me, it was like my heart fell through my toes and it was such a demoralizing and anxiety producing feeling and I felt like shit and it took me a really long time to get out of that. So give yourself the space to heal get back in the game eventually, but heal first and take your time with it. The right person will come at the right time. Anyway, guys, I hope that you guys have felt that there was a lot of value in this podcast. And if you make sure that you follow me on Insta at Rise Rain Rule, we will feature your questions or answers um, to our podcast questions and feature you if you guys are up for it um, on our podcast. We're happy to do that. So thank you guys so much for tuning in to rise rain roll and any last final words brendan yeah this has been going on too long i need to put you in cuffs (laughs) oh my god signing off guys rise and rain